Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. goodness ladies and gentlemen i know y'all didn't think we was gonna do it but we did it anyway because 
We just wanted to throw an impromptu show out there to y'all tonight. Ooh, yeah. It's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, aka Mr. Slap. Yo, great, 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 great grandmother. Um, just to let y'all know that merchandise is on the website. I actually ordered the merchandise myself Ooh. for myself. It's a coffee mug. Oh, you get the mug too? I that, like that I had, had the Chu logo, and then it has the on the back. A.K.A. Slap Your Great 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 Grandma. Yes, the merch is there. www.chewradio.net. And I'm here with my co-host. Everybody, it's your boy Grantastic, A.K.A. Uh huh. The Professor, A.K.A. Uh huh. Negro Suave. Uh huh. <laughs> A.K.A. Can you chew woo woo? A.K.A. Smooth Criminal. Impromptu show. Of 2021. Yep. Um, season two hasn't started yet. It's going to be starting soon. But I wanted to do an impromptu show because I didn't want you guys to go another week without hearing us. We took a little break during the holiday season. Um, but we back. But we back like cook crack. Yep. Um. Tomorrow we have a very special show. I will be having a. Um, very classic making show with my mentor, big bro, Zoe Williams. Um, we'll be having that going on. We're going to be talking about relationships, how to appreciate people and, and, and positive things about relationships. And then also identifying things within yourself that may be hindering you from having a positive relationship. We're going to be talking about all that tomorrow, um, with Zoe Williams. Um, you know, since this is an impromptu show, I'm not doing books and business. But we are going to do uh, the Chew and Choke segment. But before we get into all of that, Grantastic, how was your holiday break, bro? Bruh, man, what I mean, I did nothing. Like, I did nothing, nothing. Yeah? Yeah, this virtual learning is killing my brother. So Uh-oh. I, I, I had to unplug. What do you mean virtual learning? Tell the people. Uh... Oh, man, you know, we this teaching thing, we doing this virtual teaching. It, it's real. It's real out here. Um, but it's all good. It's cool. The family's good. You know, I had time to relax, renew, refresh. Um, so, you know, the break was great. You know, I wasn't hollering out in the streets, you know, F2020 and trying to be loud about 21 because that's how everybody was in 2019 and, and 2020 didn't go how they wanted it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I'm just appreciative of the lessons learned. Okay. Um, I feel as if I've grown exponentially. Okay. Through 2020. Okay. So I'm appreciative of that. Uh, so yeah, this is a good time to renew and refresh. That's what's up. I'm I'm ready for 21. Ready to uh, get yeah, popping. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to be honest, man, 20, 20 if, if it's one thing that I that I like about myself is that I always like to do self evaluation. Always like to check on myself. Mm-hmm. Always like to see how I can improve. And um there's a way that I can improve, I always try to find it, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. Um, sorry, just fi- just fixing some things real quick. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Now, definitely, it's always a good time to reflect. Uh, and I think people try to narrow it down to just, like, the end of the calendar year. But, man, you got to, like, you know, keep that reflection and renewal thing going on, aside from when you change the calendar. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, um, <sighs> One thing I learned I learned from uh Zoe is is everything that is happening to you is happening for you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and if you approach problems and things you don't like with that mindset, you'll begin to discover that the answer is within yourself. That's true. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of people don't realize that, but I've realized that a lot. I've realized I'm, you know, I'm a spiritual person. So I'm right now I'm, I'm actually on a consecration, uh, you know, for my, for, as far as my religious beliefs, I'm on a fast and, um, be doing. I'm gonna be doing this. It's supposed to be 21 days. I'm thinking I'm gonna extend it longer than that. Um, just because I want my the sharpness back. Yeah. I want to be able to view people from a from a more pure perspective. Got you. Um, I realize that activity mm-hmm. kills enlightenment, mm-hmm. which is why if you don't have meditation and things in your in yeah. your routine. Exactly. Uh, whether whatever religion you're in, if you don't, for me, it's sit down, pray, study the Holy Scriptures, have that alone time. Mm-hmm. If I don't have that, man, then my perception of people and their actions are not 100%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I, you know, overall, um, and I've been watching different shows, different TV shows, different podcasts, mm-hmm. um, trying to see how people are confronting themselves. Mm. And I realized that people have been, even though it's a cliche to for self-improvement, but a lot of people aren't really improving themselves. You know what's also kind of weird with that? Because like, like you said, kind of just listening to podcasts and things like that, it seems like there's really two separate groups of the people who are actually trying to do the work on themselves and yeah. the people who are just saying it. Um, and a lot of the times the people who are just saying it, they're just kind of partaking in the podcast or watching these shows. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of almost starting to become entertainment for them. And I'm, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. I'm glad you said that. Cause I never, so, so, when I started True Radio in 2013, I never wanted it to be for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Always wanted it to be for enlightenment. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm writing a book right now called True Noble Truths. <laughs> and but I, I'm writing that book because there are some things that it it, it deals with the the darkness of your soul and mm-hmm. and how to how to fight your way out of it and become the brightness of who you are. Um, but that means that you have to confront your own demons. A lot of times, Bingo. a lot of times people, but let me say this, common culture, even religion mm-hmm. teaches that confronting your demons means you need to confess those demons to another person. No, that's actually false. You need to confess those demons to yourself Yeah. and then fight them. And if you don't have the power to overcome them demons, then you ask for backup. Yeah. I grew up in the street. One-on-one was a thing when I was growing up. Yeah. You know what I'm back, saying? Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. But if, I, if, if, if somebody was getting the best of another person, we mm-hmm. had a rule where if somebody got dropped, mm-hmm. it's no holds barred. Once you hit the ground, it's Stomp City. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, so I used to tell my mans and them, like, look, drop the nigga. Mm-hmm. Once, he's fought, once he dropped, fight over. Mm-hmm. We're stomping on him and everything. And mm-hmm. whoever just jump in it, he jump in it. We should approach our demons that way. Facts. A demon, you can get punched in your face. You may stumble, you may wobble, but don't fall down. Don't drop. Mm-hmm. Because then them demons are going to be able to jump you. Mm-hmm. However, 
if I get a good shot in and that demon fall, mm-hmm. now I get my brother yep. to come help me stomp that thing out. Now I'm getting my butter. Yeah, listen. He's stomping these demons out. And that's the key to being victorious. See, mm-hmm. we think the fight is over once they fall. No. No, you got to stomp that thing out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, you just get into what I was talking to my students about the other day. <laughs> like, shoot, because it's kind of like the action and reaction thing. So we're talking about that in math and like in functions. But I'm like, but people think that the reaction is the end of it. It's like, yeah, no, you got more after that. That's yeah. the reaction yeah. to your action. That is going to be the action yeah. for the next reaction. Yeah. So it's a constant thing. So once you're like, oh, okay, I've done this. This happened. It's over. Not necessarily. Um, there's always a continuous growth. There's a continuous action. And yeah. I think sometimes we think life is like moments in life are like just ending. And it's like, nah, like nah. It, it ain't ending until you end. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's real. And, um, so I, that's, I'm on that journey right now because mm-hmm. I want to give everyone that I say, I love the best version of me. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that. If Ooh. I'm if I'm constantly, you can flip that thing up. Okay, now nah. flip that thing up. I just, so, so we got a little comment. So okay, more importantly, understand these are the that, Instagram comments. By the way, if y'all want to know, you can go to at Mister Grandtastic seventy one. Instagram. Mo- most importantly, understand the demons is what? most importantly understand that the demon is you and your decision making. Woo! That's what people Ooh. I think don't want to because oh and this is the thing is where we want to blame everything on the devil, like we want to blame all our decisions. See when I say demon, though, see we gotta mm. let let's break this down. Mm. When I'm talking about demons, I'm talking about like the person on Instagram said yourself. Yeah, I'm not talking about. Yes, you can be influenced by outward evil spirits and all that. We get that, and yeah. even influenced by situations you've been through and and things how you were raised and all that. Exactly. But there is a time in your life where you are accountable for your actions, regardless of what you go through. Yeah. And if you don't have my shout out to my mother, man, my mother wrote a book called No Regrets. Mm -hmm. You can get it on Amazon.com. It's out there. If you can inbox me and you can get it. My mother's been through domestic violence. She's been to prison all the way up to with a successful businesswoman who gives back to the community nowadays you know what i'm saying so like that success story happened because she realized no matter what she's been through she can't point the finger all she can do is rise up and go above it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but if she focused on what something what another nigga did to her or what happened in her life and blamed everyone else for the flaws and the fealty that she has in her life then she would have never been able to evolve into the woman she is today um so get that book, no regrets.com. That's that. No regrets uh, is the book on Amazon.com. Get that. But I agree. I think that um, there are entities out there that are demons and evil spirits that can hinder things. But we give so much credit to a um, a a idea that we forget that the real demon is your decision making. Yeah. Um, and I want to say this, even if you make wrong decisions, there's no such thing as a bad experience. All experiences are mutual. It depends on how you, uh, evolve from the experience. Um, 
I don't think people want to hear stuff like that. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think they want to hear stuff. Hey, like they, that. they call for the impromptu show tonight, baby. So you know what I mean. Well, it's so a little, it's, a, it's a little, uh, uh, you know, taking the whole. Listen, the number to dial is five one six five three one nine eight two eight, or go to trueradio.podbean.com and you can call in that way as well. I'm, we, it's an impromptu show. We're gonna talk about everything tonight, baby. Mm-hmm. But you know, fantastic. I'm glad to see that you had a good, a good oh, break. Um. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad to see that you had a good break and you were able to have a woosah moment. Yes, as a good. as an educator, I know you have a lot on your plate, and I respect what you do because you teach the children, and y'all look get looked over mm-hmm. a lot. And um, so so from one from a rabbi to a teacher, I want to say I appreciate your work and what you do and how you do that in the in the educational field. Um, and we know education in America um, isn't the way it should be. But trash. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> no, I ain't say trash, but trash. I'm oh, sorry. Oh um, no! Did he say it was trash? Trash. Was it? Is it hot trash? You know, it, it is donkey trash. Okay, it's trash. It's. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's definitely trash. But you know, it's us. You know, we the the ones that got our boots on the ground. We try and teach them some some equations, and then also how to calculate life decisions. Yeah, That's what the yeah, math class is yeah, all about. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you're in Grantland. Let's go. We gonna do a little chew and choke. Yeah, go ahead to the chew and choke. Do a little chew and choke. Can we chew? Woo woo. Can you chew? Woo woo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead. We ain't got too much today for chew and choke. So this is our segment of the show to where, again, this is the chew radio show. All right, so we'll bring up a topic, a quote or something. If you like it, you're feeling it. Type chew. I know it's backwards on Instagram, so C H O O. You'll put that into the chat if you're digging it and feeling it. All right, chew on that. If you're not feeling it, you disagree, you think it's garbage, choke. All right. Okay. So, okay. Choke. All right. So chew and choke. People on IG Live, you can go ahead and put, put your uh, chew and choke into the chat as well. Participate. All right. Are we ready? So I got just three things for y'all today. Not, we, we ain't going to go too, okay. not too much. You know, it was a little impromptu, but I've been, skirt, been, skirt. been waiting. All right. Cool. All right. So our first thought statement for today. It's all this on Instagram, so you know everyone's profits on Instagram. So I want to see how y'all feel about. I want to see how they feel on Instagram. All right, so the statement is: When you operate in your gift, you don't have to be at the head of the table, for wherever you sit or stand, the table in the room will shift. Wow. I'll re- I'll read that one more time for y'all. All right, so when you operate in your gift. You don't have to be at the head of the table. For wherever you sit or stand, the table in the room will shift. And I use that uh, that air quote for the table because, you know, that's wherever you think that is. So, chew if you, you, you like that statement, you agree with that. Choke if you're like, I'm not feeling that. I'm going to say, um, um... Can you chew? I'll let you go first. I've gone back and forth with this. Um, and I think really where the table, that's where I think I've been shifting. I think I'm okay. going to chew on that. Okay. 
only because of where I'm I'm focusing on the table. Um, and I think because sometimes we try to fit in to society instead of like I find our identity in someone else's world instead of finding our world in our identity. So mm, mm. that's where it's like I think sometimes we like even like the Grammys, the Emmys, we're like mad like oh why didn't you know such and such win and it's just like you're looking for acknowledgement for people that are never going to acknowledge you. Wow. And it's wow. just like instead of trying to go to someone else's make your own or and also be in a room where your people can collaborate um, and create and build a community. Um, so that's where I would say, I'm like, okay, I got that. Because at first I was like, I think they were stretching a little bit. Okay. But then the part where it's just like, I took it as trying to be fitting at someone else's table. Um, I, I, I think I'm just kind of done with trying to fit into other people's molds. So that's where I was coming from with it. I agree mm-hmm. with what you just said. I want to add to it. Add to it. What makes a person unique is when they are able to be themselves to fill in the void of that which they're surrounded by. Mm. I, I I just, I was the type of person, I always accepted somebody for who they actually are versus what they portray. If you're not a gangster, don't try to be gangster. Be yourself. If you're in the books, be a geek. Mm-hmm. If you're in the computers, be in computers. If you're a thug, be a thug. Don't act like you're something and you're not. That's very true. Because then I want to challenge you. Mm. You know, that was in my days before I started my <laughs> path of enlightenment. But um, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I think 2021 should be the year where people should be themselves mm-hmm. and be happy in who they are. Because it's only one you. Yes, Lord. That's all I'm going to say. Let's take a look at IG. So, okay, so we got a chew. All right. So what they say? What they saying on IG? So own your own space at the table. What you have to offer is what you have to offer. There is no head. That's an illusion. There is no head. There, that is an illusion. There, that is an illusion. I disagree. That's just, that, I disagree. He said and if you have a round table. I disagree. In every scenario and in every situation is always a leader. Don't let comment don't let today's culture dupe you into thinking that everyone's an equal. There was always a king, there was always a leader, there was always a a, a tribal leader, there was always someone who was in charge. No matter where you go at in human history. Even when our people reigned over the earth and we reigned the right way, when there was no crime, there was no poverty, there was a leader that was doing that. Um, so don't don't feel like you're lesser than because you're subordinate to someone else. I think that's a part of being human. Bottom line. It's always at the end of the day, you were subordinate to somebody whether you want to or not. Because a lot of people talk that stuff. Um, until they run into someone who's bigger and badder than them, then all of a sudden they subordinate. For all these thugs and gangsters out there, why ain't none of y'all ever shoot police, man? But y'all killing each other. You're always subordinate to something. You always got an authority to bend the knee to somewhere, somehow, some way. So don't act, don't come on here acting like 
ain't no leadership or everyone's an equal or you don't got to bend the knee or, or, or bow down to anybody or anything because that's, that's not realistic. It sounds good on a podcast, uh, on social media, it sounds real good. But at the end of the day, you still pay your bills, right? You bow down to that. You you fill your gas your car with gas. You bowing down to common society. So now, is there is there a leadership? So I, I, I I'm kind of processing what everyone's saying in the room. Mm-hmm. Actually, kind of talk. Nah, because I think that's the one thing we're kind of going to a phase where it's like we've acknowledged leadership um, capabilities of from our community, right? Okay. So, like, and I say that in a way of now everyone sees that as entrepreneurship, right? But because that's the hot ticket right now. Um, that's the one thing I see, like, so everyone's like, yeah, I can be an entrepreneur because that's what everyone's doing. But that there's truth to that, but I think everyone's not built for that. Um, so, I, like, that's the one thing I think is that I think people – could have the ability to be a leader or be a head of a table, but also at the same time is that that is is a, that role that responsibility is is real intense and real real real. COVID nineteen showed that even entrepreneurs have to submit to some type of authority. Yeah. Wow. Because when they said you're not allowed outside, you stayed your non-essential tail in the house, didn't you? Yeah, that's kind of the unfortunate part because you want to be free, but how free can you be when you have a you have liberty? You have liberty, which means you are you have the freedom to do what I say, and that's what I don't think people are uh, completely understand. And um, even the people who are in Washington D.C. right now, the who- internet <laughs> is ran by people in authority. They can shut it down anytime they want. Oh, did you think that the reason why you were having bandwidth problems was because? It was too many people on the internet. No, it's called net neutrality. They passed the law. Yeah, the lot of stuff that um in these five thousand page bills that they're trying to get Congress to sign on in two. Uh, let me chew woo woo. <laughs> and they throw it all kinds of stuff in it. Let's go to our next topic. <laughs> all right, so I saw this. This is from uh, Doctor Boyce Watkins, which you know it is. Whew, it is either a knockout the park or a complete strikeout with. Pretty much anything he kind of says, it almost seems as if. Um, so this is his, his latest statement. Y'all know Watkins B. He, 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 you got to love him or hate him. Anyway, so but his statement was this. Uh, men should own assets to prove they can provide financial security. Women should assess so they are not controlled by men with money. Can you chew or are you going to choke on it? A woman cannot be controlled by money unless she wants to be controlled by money. Mm. Oh, I'll read that one more time for y'all on there. Uh, so men should own assets to prove they can provide financial security. Mm-hmm. Women should own assets so that so they are not controlled by men with money. That sounds like a colonized, low mental capacity mindset. I can't be controlled by an outward substance unless I want to be controlled by it. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. See, what people fail to realize is that 
people who chase money in that capacity have to understand that money is just comfort. It gives you the comfort that you desire in life. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. It gives you the illusion of comfort that you desire in life. There you go. When in all actuality, your comfort should be within yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that no man should be able to dictate how a woman operates unless she is bound to that man through commitment. And then he has a right to suggest how she should operate. If he is, if he has the best intentions towards that woman, mm-hmm. but in today's society, it's more so like the woman runs things, and the man has to do with the woman what makes the woman happy. We have a saying called "Happy Wife, wife happy, happy Life." life yep. But anyway, I just think people should just own assets. Like, why? Why is it a point to? Like you're playing Monopoly in your yes. relationship? Yes, yes. Nah, just just black. What women? if the woman is the one who who has the assets and the man don't? Exactly, and she knows what to do. And she knows what to do with she it. She knows what to do. Like I, I think there's also so many assumptions that we are making by the roles of relationships, and we are not having, uh, we're not communicating what can we bring to the table. Um, yeah, because that's the one thing I think was annoying, especially in my uh, experience of premarital counseling. We, like, they were asking questions on, like, who's going to iron? And I was like, whoever needs a shirt that's not wrinkled. <laughs> that's none of your business. It, it, like, what, that, that's what we're doing? Yo, religion has a way of getting into your private life to the extent that the Holy Scriptures say that they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But then also at the same time, is like you will go through premarital counseling and you will leave and not have any tools to communicate with the person you, you're you saying you're going to commit your life with. And mm, mm. so, I mean, that's kind of what it is. But, you know, we're talking about marriage. This is going to lead to our – Yeah. I, I kind of agree with the choke because, you know, again, to yeah. own assets, buy yeah. land. Let's do this, Joe. There's, All right. There's a lot of, there's a lot of men who – who actually um, need or have evolved into being who they are because their woman showed them how to get access and and how to be, you know. But shout out to the women who do their thing like that, man. I I appreciate y'all. No, for real. Um, So kind of speaking about that whole marriage relationship thing, let's go to our Uh third two-in choke, y'all. Two-in choke. All right, so our last one, speaking of marriage. Um, so you remember the R&B singer Maya? Remember that? Yeah, Maya yeah. Is like, well, Maya, I know. Yeah. She, 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 she people. She people. Um, I don't know if this is what she just did. Is people stuff though? Uh, so anyway, so uh, Maya decided. So after a couple of toxic relationships, she decided that she was going to just focus again, which is a good thing. I didn't fault nobody. That route that she took to focus in on herself, she created vows to focus to on herself. And decided to actually marry herself in real life. What? Yes. What? It was a rumor, and then she was on a podcast for the Fat Joe Show, and he was asking, he was like, yo, we was hearing this on the streets, but is it true? Is it true? Did you really marry yourself? She was like, yeah, I really married myself in real life. Yo, that was the first question I had. So I was like, if you meet somebody, what, what, like, what do you, you got to divorce yourself to get married? Like, I don't know. Like, what, like, what do you do? I, I'm, I'm not sure. So people on IG, so how are you feeling? So Maya decided to marry herself. How y'all feeling about that? So after toxic relationships, 
Call into the show. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. Or go to www.trueradio.podbean.com. We need to hear your comment on this one. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dennis Rod- Dennis Rodman did that? Yeah, he married himself. Oh, but that nigga's a weirdo. Yeah, he 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 a little a little loose. But, I mean, he can rebound though. You need a rebound. Dennis Rodman is your man. Um, but yeah, so she would choke on that. Maya marrying herself to keep to keep focusing on herself. Choke. <laughs> People at IG, what, what, what you what you feel? What are you feeling? Someone said Maya's been weird. Anyways, oh my gosh. This is what see Maya. You need to get the True Noble Truths book when I drop it because you need to face yourself. So you have to realize that every relationship, intimate relationship that you've been in, has been a reflection of what you need to work on. You need to work on yourself, Maya, which is why you feel like you need to marry yourself. No, 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 no. You need to be more loyal to yourself. You need to stop betraying yourself. And you need to divorce the bad ideas you have about yourself, and maybe the universe will send you someone that appreciates you. Oh, that is oh, that's like exponential incomplete. That's like incomplete times incomplete is incomplete squared. And Maya, I know I got a I got a big Hey Maya, I got a big brother who would love to let you know you don't need to marry yourself. And that you can also choke on that. And he means that in a literal sense. Pun intended. Because you can chew woo woo. <laughs> oh my God. They should have never gave you niggas a podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. They should have never gave you niggas a podcast. Oh, man. So, you got anything else? No, that was just it. I was just kind of just keeping it easy breezy. All right, oh, listen. Yeah. Heisman winner. Go ahead. Okay. So, congratulate who? Huh? Devontae Smith. Okay. Wide receiver finally won a Heisman after like 45 years of quarterback. 1991. 1991? Thank you. Wow. We, we, we got it over here. Listen, okay. we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into some topics, some discussions. We want the all to hear from the fans and the audience tonight. So, call in, please. We want to hear y'all. We're going to take a quick 2.2. When we come back, you're going to hear from us. Okay, you chew woo woo. I need some shit, go steal. When the trail hot and poke 
dope and my propensity goes down. I remember shouting, she stayed down. I won't say her name, but she married now. Yesterday. See, I got a date 
niggas don't get it. Lost what was once is, but they won't quit it. Homie, it's a new era. Middle finger to the suit wearers. Let me show you how to move in a room for the dudes that don't got a fucking clue how to do this. Probably work with you, so to them, it's a movie. My president is black, but my children still Jewish. So you know we call, keep making a killing off me. Red diamonds, he's inside, they got me shining. Spotlight cover my body, my chain's lining. They want to but can't find them. Me and Hobie Ho, out on the same island. Uh, took the whip to the other side of Jamaica. Seen how he was living, said I gotta get my weight up. Formulated my plan, motivated my dreams. Parlayed with my men, motivated my things. Said, look, my niggas, we gotta put it. Being good is good, that'll get you through good. It. But me, I want sure the numbers to find for it. Can't guard me, Vince Lombardi, John Wooden, garbage, Harley. You niggas silly like Chris Barley. Oh, mute your joint. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew on that, aka Mr. Um, Mr. Bear Necessities. I got the Bear Necessities. I just want to say for the record, I cannot. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, you go live on your own. I'm gonna go ahead and remove you because they acting dumb. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we back at it like a crack addict. Um, what's going on, Coach Stokes? Love you, boy. Appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen. So, Grantastic, you said you had some stuff you wanted to throw at me. Yeah, you know, we're just kind of talking, rapping, thinking. You know, talking with the wife. We come up with some topics that we be talking about. Um, 
One thing that kind of came up this week is what is your relationship currency? Whoa. What is your relationship relationship currency? Okay. Um Okay, okay. What is your relationship currency? And so we were kind of talking from the perspective of like the exchange rate. Um, Because it's almost to a point now where people have these desires and stuff to be in relationships. Okay. Um, And it's almost like, you know, like the cliche thing of like what you bring to the table. Yeah. It's not even just that anymore. And it's not just the, the love languages, it's not just that whole thing. Well, I'm starting to notice patterns of people, and I'm like, what is your currency that you are actually exchanging in your relationship with people? Yeah, wow. Um, and, okay. and I think, it, and when I say currency, it's just more like, is this relationship based off of like your currency? Is it just sex? Is it sex? Whoa, yeah. Is yeah. it like an emotional tie kind of thing? Is it actually money? Wow. You know, so it's wow. just like, what is your relationship currency? And is the person you are in any kind of relationship? It's not necessarily like has to be a romantic or or whatever. Whatever relationship are you in? Are you guys has the same exchange rate? Because it's like, I think people are thinking what they're putting on the table in dollars is equate to what like, you know, like a euro or a yen or something like that. And it's like, it's not necessarily the same exchange rate right 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 um and i think in, in this kind of world that we're living in where we are very liberal with now with people's ideas of you know their own identity their own you know how they want to do things and people are very liberal with stuff nowadays yeah right right, right. um but e- even if you're like all right you know we we, we f buddies like that's what it is we f buddies like okay so th- that's like your currency in this relationship but what happens when like somebody's like, oh, okay, cool, we we starting off as F buddies, but now I I kind of want a little bit more. Okay. Um, and so we were kind of ranking things from like the you know like I don't want to say the lowest of relationships because even the lowest relationship could be like you, even if you have like a prostitute, that's an exchange. Yeah. Like, it's sex yeah. for money. That's the exchange. Cool. Every relationship is sex for money. You think every relationship is sex for money? If you are married, you are mm-hmm. still having sex for money. There's some type of exchange mm-hmm. for sex. There's some type of currency that you're giving out to get sex. And you think in every relationship? In every relationship. Prove me wrong. I mean... Like Chris Rock said, it's something about when a woman got to reach for her own purse and her own pocket to pay something. It seems like it seems to dry up the vagina. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but how can how can they ask for e- equality if but so, so, so they want sense. equal in authority, but they don't want equal in responsibilities and accountability. And I think that's where we are. I think people are trying to figure out do they, and I don't think they're thinking about this. But underneath, they're thinking they're wanting equality, but it seems like they kind of maybe want equity. Like, and I don't think people kind of understand really the difference um, because it, it's almost like this, right? So, do women have penis? No, they do. Then not. they can't have equity. What do you mean by that? 
<laughs> equity is you are giving that which disadvantages you to put you on an even playing field. But so, for example, if we want to, as black men, if we want equity mm-hmm. with white folks, which we shouldn't want, we should want what we originally had, which was superior to what they had. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, if we want equity here in America, it would be more than just reparations of a currency that you created. Mm-hmm. It would be the ownership of land. Mm-hmm. It would be the ownership of business. Mm-hmm. It would be the ownership of government. We would have our own government. Why? Because th- that's equity. Mm-hmm. Equality is you say that you can get a million dollars, I can get a million dollars. You can buy property, I can buy property, but there's still disenfranchisement yeah. within those that rule book. Mm-hmm. For men and women, women cannot be glorified to the level that they should be if they're looking for equality. Equity says that I'm to honor you and give you what you need so we can be on the even playing field. Mm-hmm. But I cannot do that if you want to be the man. Because mm. in our culture, mm-hmm. the woman was to be worshipped. Mm-hmm. In fact, the word throne, if you study the etymology of the word throne, it's actually a feminine word, Mm -hmm. which means a man could not reign unless he had the approval of a woman. Mm. (laughs) So in ancient Egypt, it was the queen, it was the mom Mm -hmm. who established or set in order who was going to be the next pharaoh. Mm -hmm. It was always that way. Mm -hmm. If you study the etymology of the god Set, Mm-hmm. You will understand that the God set mm-hmm. was actually placed in authority by a woman. No. No. So when a woman wants to be equal to a man, she's actually devaluing herself. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? We're in America. I know. I was say it's twenty one. We can't tell them that. If you are a woman and you're mad about what I just said, that means that you are unenlightened and you've devalued yourself and you've been colonized. Ooh. Call into the show if you want to argue about it. 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. But I think that kind of goes to the question of, like, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell are you looking for? Because after me, there will be no more. Mm. I'm sorry, I had to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously, in all facts, it's like what what are people actually looking for yeah. in relationships in their own selves, in their identity? What are people actually looking for? Um and that's I think that's the one thing I just kinda wanted to ask you. You said something that triggered me mm-hmm. in, in a good way. Women outside of your pussy, what else do you have? As currency in your spiritual wallet. Mm. If all you bring to the table is your body, what else do you possess in the currency of your spiritual wallet? $500 bills, $100 bills, $50 bills, 20s, 10s, 5s, and 1s. What outside of your physical body, what do you bring as currency in your spiritual wallet? Society has taught you that if you're a bad bee, that's mm-hmm. all you need 
to be successful in relationship. But even the baddest of the bees mm-hmm. get left and cheated on. If they do not have more than just beauty in their spirit in their spiritual wallet, I know that was tragic. But you know it, it happens though. But that's I mean that is a good question though. So okay, so one thing you you point out like the the bills that we have in our con- in our country. Um, what would you rank as? <laughs> I know this is impromptu. It's kind of blessed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is kind of interesting. So we have one. Are we counting a two dollar bill? Yes. All right. So five tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, and you said five hundred too. We can skip the five. We can skip five. Okay. Yeah. So, what would you think would be? What is the one currency in the relationship? The lowest bill currency that, and we can kind of split it up for for men and women. Mm. What do you think is the lowest level of currency that men and women have to bring to the relationship? And it could be actually one, or it could be one that they think that is actually like a 100 or a 50. If men only bring words to a relationship, that is the lowest currency in his spiritual wallet. And I completely agree with that. Damn, I completely agree with that. I was watching a show the other day, and like, I was watching, and some dude was just like laying it on thick, and he was just like, baby girl. I want your I want your mind, your body, and your soul. See, and I want to have sex yeah. with you in front of the camera. And See, she was like, "Okay, that's cool." See, <laughs> and then ended up on the internet. We're not saying that the currency of just your body or your words is is wrong. We're saying if that's the only thing you have, that's the only thing you have, then it's wrong, because that is the beginning of earning the other currencies. That's true. A man should be able but first of all let me let me backtrack. We've been duped into this process of thinking that being a provider as a man only means to get that which is a federal note. That's not because you can get all the money in the world, but if you can't provide a peaceful environment for that woman, yeah. she'll never grow into who she's supposed to be. That's fact. If you can never if you the man, see, I love talking about relationships because this is going into my book. Are you going to do this currency in your book? The, just, just, just the currencies that we are supposed to bring mm-hmm. into a relationship is supposed to be a healing mechanism mm-hmm. to the opposite person. Mm-hmm. But you notice the human body, it first begins to heal itself. Yes. Then, with the aid of doctors and nurses and modern medicine, etc., the healing process is sped up. Mm-hmm. Likewise, should be your significant other. Correct. Your healing process should begin with you. Yeah. Um, but the significant other should speed up the process. And I think people kind of got it twisted to where it's like, oh, okay. I am uh, half of who I am as a person. Like, if we talk about Street Fighter, my life is half. And, you know, I've gotten Hadouken a few times. But then oh. when I meet this person... Oh. Hadouken! Hadouken! But when I meet this person, this person is going to bring my life meter back up. Yeah, like, yeah. Without, yeah. I'm not worried about healing. Like, matter of fact, I'm going to keep it half. Matter of yeah. fact, I'm going to keep it, like, a quarter. 
And when I find this person, be like, yo, this person makes me happy. And it's just like, it's if you're, for me, if you're happy. Stop begins, right there. Oh, we, we, we got one. If the statement comes out your mouth, this person makes me happy, you are not fully healed. You haven't even begun the process of healing because no one should be able to make you happy. You should be happy within yourself. Just saying. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, but I definitely think that, you know, people are trying to kind of use other people to fill in some voids and some gaps and even in vices. And I think that's kind of where people fall back into those patterns of just trying to fill in those those gaps and those. And, uh, if you are a needy person in a relationship, you are toxic. Bottom line, you are toxic. If you are needy, a relationship, you are toxic. If you go to your significant other and say you need this, mm-hmm. you are toxic. We don't want to talk about this. Okay, so we got the one dollar bill is the words from a man. Uh huh. Are we gonna do the women? We're we gonna do. We're we gonna go through the men first. We, we, how you want to do? Let's highlight the men first. Get okay. them out of the way. Right. Cool. Yeah, man. All right. So the words. So that's are we count as the lowest currency is if you only have in the relationship. Okay. So let's think of that perspective. So what would be the two dollar bill? What do you think would be the two dollar? So if the one dollar bill is just words, what do you think the two dollar bill would be? Or we can make a list of things and put those with the currency. Promises is the two dollar bill. Promises is the two dollar bill. Because niggas love making promises. (laughs) Niggas love making promises and never keep them. Mm, mm -mm. Baby, a promise. So how could you let the thing go? Baby, I promise that I can't promise you that I'm never going to leave. And and that's exactly where we go wrong. Because that's the first thing people holler out. I promise you. Okay. Can we talk about this? Talk? Uh Along the promise. Okay. Because this has happened with a couple of... um, a couple of the uh, young adults that I mentor, okay? Okay. So I mentor young men and I also mentor young women as well. Okay. Um, so a couple of young women that I mentor, a, a handful of them are, have promise rings on their fingers, like at 18, 19, 20. But they're holding on to – they have them for a really long time. And they'll tell them, be like, oh, yeah, you know, I got a promise ring. And they'll put it up on Instagram, like, oh, I got a promise ring. And, you know, put it on, cool, cool, cool. What the hell is a promise ring? What does that actually, like, mean? Is that, like, a young people thing? Like, what? what is a promise ring? And what the hell does that mean? It's an illusion. It's, I want to be married but I'm not legally old enough to do it, so I'm promising something to you, which at a young age, I don't have the maturity to keep that promise. And I get that. I kind of get the whole, because I guess like when I was coming up, the promise rings was kind of like around the high school time where it started. But I'm seeing young ladies that are in like college, like graduating college, and still 
have promise rings, and I'm trying to understand it. I haven't had these conversations in depth with them because uh-huh. I'm kind of like, uh-huh. all right, we'll wait for another time. But yeah, promise rings. The only thing I've ever like at twenty four, twenty five. The only thing I've ever promised is that I'm going to take care of my responsibilities. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So our ad, our admin exec, our executive admin said something oh that was God. hilarious. He said, "I promise." So I can get some booty, baby. I promise. Ring okay, so let me say this. Men have to stop pursuing women when they don't have the proper foundation on how to choose a spouse. You ever heard of a man getting into a relationship and being like, I thought she would change. <laughs> I didn't think she would be like this. Mm-hmm. As if they have the a power or the ability to change another person's life. You have to realize you attract what you need to learn mm-hmm. about yourself. Until you acknowledge who you truly are, you're going to attract ain't-ish People. Yes. Bottom line. And that's yes. on both sides, people. Why can't this why all my relationships is failing and why this person didn't do this or I gotta cut this person off or do the no 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 no. You need to cut yourself off from the BS you feeding yourself. Mm. Anyway, go ahead, Grant. Okay, so our, our our currency we got for men. So right now the one dollar bill we, we we said it's a word, okay. So that's that baby. I want your mind, heart, and soul, and all these. We're also going to use our two dollar bill as the promise by using those words. So what's going to be our five dollar bill? Okay. So there's a couple things I'm curious to want to go before you say five dollar bill. Um, I'm curious to where sex is on that list. I'm also curious. What, what, what else? What else do we currency? Oh man! For me, I think it has to be some kind of financial literacy. Okay. Like you, 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 you don't. Home, call in. You, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go lower with sex for women to men. For women as a currency from men. We not on women yet, but I agree. No, no, from women from men. I got. Go you. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That might be a ten dollar bill. So okay, so you're saying sex could be like the ten dollar bill? I would say that sex cannot be the ten dollar bill in today's generation because people have been programmed to thinking that the only way to start a significant relationship is through sex. That's actually very true. Yeah. And it actually throws people off 
when you start a relationship without sex. I remember when a woman's intimacy was cooking for the man. Mm-hmm. That was foreplay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I remember. I remember when foreplay was, I'm going to open the door for this woman. I'm going to make sure that she has her seat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that she feels respected in public. Mm-hmm. The woman, I'm going to make sure my house is clean. I'm going to make sure I cook for him. I'm going to make sure that if he's stressed out in the world, I'm going to make sure that I'm his peace. But you know something, though? I, I got hit with... Um, oh, what's that? Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got hit one time. With, because I understand where you're coming from, okay? Yeah. But I got hit with, yeah. That is actually sexist. That's not. Yo, I'm not saying that. Okay, I, listen. That, hold on, hold on. I've gotten hit the with num- that before. The number of that we're talking about. Let me, let me, let me, let me introduce. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. We're talking about relationship currency in your spiritual wallet. Call in five one six five three one nine eight two eight. If the only thing you have to provide in the currency in your spiritual wallet is your body and money you're bankrupt call in 516-531-9828 please call in and so for please. those who are just joining we're, we, we, we're taking our US dollar currency 150, 20, 10, 5, yeah. $2, $1 yeah. bill and we're kind of put, we're attaching at like attributes uh, or certain things for men and women that we're kind of thinking is the, the currency rate of what you can exchange so right now for men, the one dollar bill we're saying is words. Okay. 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 Um, words are just it could be just bullshit. Like, oh baby, you you I ain't never seen a, a beautiful woman than you in my whole entire life, and and he ain't never left his town. Um, so that's the one dollar bill is the words. So You're the thing. most beautiful woman in the world, but the nigga, world. you ain't leave your block. You ain't leave the block. Okay. Yet. So we said the two dollar bill is our promises. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of threw in their promise rings as well because you know. The hell is that? All right, cool. Uh, so now we're working on the five dollar bill, kind of the ten dollar bill. Okay. So things I have on the block to put in. So we have sex, financial literacy, so respect also as well. Oh my god! Oh, oh what's the highest qu- uh, currency we got right you now? You said a hundred, a hundred dollar bill. Respect is a hundred dollar bill. Okay, so we're gonna put respect from a man is a hundred dollar bill. No. People on IG, if you agree respect with that, please let me know. To the man. Respect to the man or to the woman. To the man. To the woman is love. $100 bill to the woman is love. Oh, should we put is love on? No, 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 no. I'm, I, I got a journey. I'm taking this on. Take us on a journey. Uh, if you, if you respect, if the woman respects the man, that is the highest currency you can give a man. I agree with that. I'm gonna go biblical on this one. Where the, where the, where the organs at right now? The that mean? That might no, you get the Bible never tells the woman to love the man. It tells the woman to respect the man, and it tells the man to love the woman. In order for a man to give full love to a woman, he must receive full respect from the woman. And let me throw this disclaimer out there. The woman has to give the respect 
first. Because anything outside of that is the man being infatuated with you. Because a man cannot fully show you love until the respect you have for him have been tested. See, by nature, the woman is a more emotional showing individual. Men have emotion, but we've been programmed to not show it as much as the woman. And because we live in a world that has it that way, the woman, if she shows respect to the man, which is why a lot of men have mama issues. That's a fact right there. Because your mama still look at you as the baby boy instead of the man that you've become. That's actually very, very true. <laughs> I, I, I would say that's very, very true. Because women don't realize that they end up, and I'm talking about mothers, they end up with the relationship that they end up having with their sons or whatever. They end up creating the men that they hate. How many of y'all have toxic, intimate relationships because the relationship you have with your parents is actually unhealthy? Yeah. That, and the thing is, I think that's one of the hardest relationships to kind of shape and mold. Yeah. Because actually, so my mother and I, over the break, we've had to have this dialogue. Because I had to have that conversation with, like, look, I know I am your son, but you also have to understand that I am a grown man. I'm a grown man married with, like, a couple of frozen kids. But see, so what, like, but see the, the fact that you have to explain that shows the level of lack of respect that your mom has for you. Yeah. And that's the one thing. But, and I guess like, and that's kind of with like the articulating that because it's, I think people get into some argument matches over it. And I had to find a way to articulate of like, I'm not saying I don't want you to be my mother. Cause I had to tell her that I was like there. Yes, you are my mother, but you have to understand I'm also a man as well. And there's a different, a different level of respect that you have to kind of dress me with. Yes, yes, um, yes. So it's like, so there's moments where it's like, yes, I'm going to need my mother. I'm not saying you're no longer my mother. Yeah. I'm saying there's just it's a new level to where you're like, okay, this is now Jason, the man that I am talking to. Yeah. So like, yes. I'm making decisions for myself and my wife and our family. Yes. Like that, that's my decision that I'm making. Yes. I don't even damn what like I will when I ask for your input, that's great. I will take that and then I will make my decision. See, people haven't been taught the evolution of relationships. Nope. That and I think that's the the one thing that people are Damn, suffering because people see whatever I see when I first meet you, I'm expecting that to be the entire time and yes, have a relationship. Yes. And in relationships people say, He's not the same person or she's not the same person I met. Or I started to date. They're not supposed to be. No. People evolve. People begin to like things that they never liked before or dislike things that they used to like. That's a part of evolution. Yeah. They also and, and, and some people devalue in a, in a uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, appreciation. Oh, appreciation uh, and depreciation. 
and depreciation. depreciation. Yes. So a lot of people they grow in their value, and some people depreciate in their value. Yeah. Um, is based upon evolution, and moms don't understand the evolution of relationship. Let me go biblical again. Can I go biblical one more time, please? Take them to the Bible. Even Jesus had to correct his mother when he was out teaching the people and they was like, oh, your mother, your sister, and your brothers is out there. And he said, woman. He had to let his mother know when I'm about my business, mm-hmm. you mind your business. Yeah. Woman. But that kind of, and it goes, but that's why I think people got to understand. And even with, like, you go to the history, you know, go to the timeline where black fathers were basically just removed from the household, right? Yeah. And so black women are faced to raise families on their own. But the one thing in that, and, and I get it, you're in survival mode, yes. But also in survival mode, when you are not actually respecting those relationships, the evolution. Right, right. What happens, you end up raising men and you putting them out in the world and you put out a whole bunch of bitch ass niggas. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Yes. But also, and and what's also really kind of selfish because it's kind of self-satisfying to the mother. So you're using your son to replace the man that's been ripped out of the house. But then also in that, you are not evolving your relationship with your son so that when he leaves, that he's productive. Yes. They can't be ahead of no one else's household. Or, Or the mom... Touch that microphone one more time. It just fell. Like it literally just fell on me. You saw it fall. <laughs> or 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 <laughs> hold on. Or what? the mom. Let's see. It's fantastic. Yes, sir. Or the mom feels as if she has the right to dominate any relationship that her son is in. Mm. Ooh. Yes. And it's because she didn't understand her role in the relationship that she had with the father of that child. That's also true. And another thing is a lot of people became parents without knowing what it takes to become a parent. Yes. And, 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 a little segue or whatever, but and I know this is kind of very controversial with today, you know. I know a lot of women who are having, like, you know, fertility issues and things like that, so I'm not trying to be unsensitive, but also at the same time, not everyone is meant to be a parent. That is fact. I agree with that. That is fact. Not everyone's meant to be a parent. And speaking from an educator, so when, so whenever your, your stuff from your house vomits in my classroom... Yeah, and then I'm having a parent-teacher conference. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, grades is blah blah blah. But then we're having a conversation about how you like, oh, you love another child more than me, and I'm sitting here like, we supposed to be talking about grades? What's happening? But that's the problem is that people are, and there's people fighting to have kids, spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars adopting kids, going to foster care. Hold on, let me check this IG real quick. Who's on here? Okay. Uh, I'm about to be real for just one second. All right, cool. I'm about to be real. All right, anyway. So there are niggas out there who legit want to have kids so bad, but they are not ready to be parents. 
Yeah. So if you can't naturally produce a child, then you're going to spend money on, you know, uh, uh, IVF, in vitro fertilization. Okay, cool. Then you that doesn't work. You go into trying to adopt or foster. Okay, you foster a child. Yeah. But then the child is not exactly how you expect the child to be. But then you send the child back to foster care. Destroying the child. So, my man, you actually are not ready to be anybody's parent. You're not even ready to be a foster parent. You, you're not allowed to be, you're, you're not ready to be a parent if you don't have the patience to watch a seed grow. And niggas found that out during COVID. Because kids were home and parents were like, I do not like, and parents started seeing what teachers see. Yeah. So when we call home, we like, yeah, we've seen this behavior. That's not my child. Nigga, what? Yeah, what do you mean that's See, not your child? I got one, documentation. That is your one, child. One thing I learned from Italians that was in my life when I was ripping and running was how to be patient in the process. Yes. Even when, even with vengeance, mm-hmm. they knew how to be patient. Yeah. They knew how to wait for the right moment and the right time to get their vengeance. It could be years mm-hmm. later. You ever notice in mob movies or video games where someone would snitch and they were going to witness protection mm-hmm. and like 10, 20 years later, they end up getting killed. Mm-hmm. Because the boss knew patience. Mm-hmm. The Bible says let patience have a perfect work. Mm-hmm. That you could be complete like nothing. A lot of niggas. Let me let me be real. Be Since really we're being real. real. Be really real. A lot of women don't have the patience to be a mother. And a hush went over the crowd. If it wasn't for your job, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for child care, mm-hmm. do you really have the patience to be a healthy mother. Mm-hmm. Answer that. Because you already frustrated 10 minutes into getting a child. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. Like, man, this COVID thing, and parents are legit having, um, they're signing petitions. They're trying to set up groups to get their kids out of the home and put them in an environment where they can contract this COVID vi- like virus. Parents, parents are worried more about getting their kids out of the house than they are of their children's health and well-being. Yes, yes. Um, and, and, and again, so that's the one thing, and I think people don't want to hear this. Is just, and my new word that I have a pet peeve of is, is deserve. Like, I deserve. I deserve to have kids. It's like, nah, you don't just, just, you don't just deserve to have kids. This right, shit work. Right, you know? right. I can't with you. Um, so yeah, so no, I, I just don't. I don't believe that everyone is deserves quote unquote to be a parent. Wow. It, it, and I'm sorry. This it, is kind of what it is. So, and and if you and if you don't have a child biologically, and you're trying to supplement that pain with a foster child, and then you kind of end up messing them up. Man. That that proves more. Right. Right. That proves more. Right. So, I'm going to just go ahead and just, um, what's being said on here? Uh Uh-oh, talk to him. Talk to him. (laughs) 
Somebody said, come get your kids inside of watching y'all God's children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, see what, what we have to realize, we've been a society where it's been cute to sound spiritual and to have an opinion when all y'all are nothing but echoes of quotes, no, no substance. You're reposting, retweeting, re-saying what someone else has put their hard time and effort into becoming. And for likes and views, you've become an echo and you don't have no substance to become a voice. See, yeah, I know. See what they do for views. All right, let's get back to this currency because I'm very curious about the, the 5, the 10, the 20, and 50. Okay. So for those who are just joining us on Instagram Live, first of all, hello. Love you all dearly. Um, so where we now, we were talking about relationship currency and like in exchanging, okay? So we had just a really crazy effort idea of let's write this down. What is actually currency like in the men's perspective and the women's perspective? We're kind of going in a way of using the U.S. dollar bills. So we're going $150 bill, 20, 10, 5, we're including the $2 bill okay. and the $1 bill. Okay. Right now we have is the $1 bill from a man's perspective. The lowest level of currency we're saying are words. So those could just be sweet whispers in your ear um, that lead to nothing. Okay, that's cool. Our $2 bill, we're saying the promises. Okay, so those sweet whispers end up being promises like, girl, I'm going to blow your back out when we get home. And sometimes we just make a chance to fulfill that. Um, so right now we're trying to figure out the 5 huh. to $10 bill. We've got the $100 bill. So for men, we're saying respect to the man is the $100 bill yeah. of the relationship currency. So yeah. we're trying to figure out the 50, 20, 10, and 5. Certain things we have on the, on the box, we have financial literacy. Because I, I – I, so, so from the woman to the man, I'm going to answer that 50. Okay, from the woman to the man? So okay. now, the $100 bill was respect. Respect. The fifty dollar bill is being his peace. Okay, from the woman to the man. I'm gonna put that on the woman's side, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, put yeah. that on the woman's yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the woman's supposed to do. For the man to give to the woman for fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And this is different. Be her security. Ooh. Instagram, yeah, what do y'all yeah, think about that? Yeah. See, if a woman can't, doesn't feel secure within the environment of her man, she can never grow and, and blossom into the woman she's truly supposed to be. I definitely agree with that. I think there definitely has to be a level of security. And the level of security is based upon the level of the woman you have. That's true. That, that's actually very true. <laughs> that's actually very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. That's yeah. actually very true because and there's different aspects of security, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but even like the physical security, right? So uh-huh. there's women who want to feel physically safe. Okay. Now, there's some women who, for me to feel physically safe, like I need a man that can fight because... I'm going to probably end up in a fight or two in this relation. Not with you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But with yeah, somebody yeah. else. So that level of security, like, I need you to fight, fight. Like, 
like quick fight. Yeah, yeah. That's different because so women who are like, I'm not going to end up in a fight like that. Like, I, I need you to protect me, but I don't need you to be like fighting niggas like every day. I don't need you yes. to prove that. Yes. But there's different levels for different women of different securities that they require. I, I definitely agree with that. Oh, I'm hearing security is a $100 bill for the woman on IG. I got to disagree. Because if a man doesn't see love is the greatest thing that a man can give a woman. I'm not talking about infatuation. I'm not talking about strong desire. I'm not talking about fronting like he loves her. I'm talking about genuine, pure love has to be the top currency in that man's wallet because underneath that falls every other thing. So women on Instagram, is love more important than security or is there no security without love? Like what's what does love fall yeah, so is love on top, like Beyonce, or is it security? Yeah, that's a good question. That's actually a good question. Yeah. So, okay, so I security is key. It allows me to move and grow within a relationship. So, okay, so is that a so? Do you need to feel secure first before you? But, but wait, wait, but wait, wait, wait. You got to understand that a man can't provide security to someone he doesn't love. Ooh. I, yeah, I'm not surprised. If a man doesn't love a woman, he's not going to give her what she needs as security because he's too selfish. This is why I want people to call into the show, this but niggas is commenting, but they ain't calling. This, this is the true shit. Okay, okay. So, so the $100 bill for the man. So are Wait, they, wait, wait. We're going to take a quick two-minute break. We're going to take a two-minute break? Okay. And okay. when they come back, we're going to continue the dialogue on why Mr. Randy Chu is right. And y'all niggas need to call him to the show and prove me wrong. I can't believe this shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm right, and I need y'all to call into the show and prove me wrong. Please. I'm asking for you to call into the show and prove me wrong. Listen, we're going to take a quick 2.2 minute break. When we come back, we're going to continue the topic. Deuces!
Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu, and that, aka Mr. Slap, your great great ancestry. And I'm here with my co host, it's your boy Grantastic, aka The Professor, aka Negro Suave, aka Kenya Chu, Kenya Chu, listen, man. We left off on a very interesting conversation. Please, someone call into the show. <sighs> call in and give your perspective. Unless you're afraid for your perspective to be challenged. But it's all in love, though. It's yeah, no cap. Listen, anything we say on the show is, is all about improving the next person. If you don't take it that way, then that means you need some self-evaluation to deal with, bottom line. And especially when we're talking about this relationship currency, um, definitely, like, the ladies, call in. Let the, like, talk about your side. You know, we, we talk about your side. Let us know. I don't know another platform that gives ladies the ability to defend their stance than the chew on that show. I'm telling you. I'm trying to get y'all I'm trying to get y'all on here to honor y'all perspective, but it's kinda hard to when um y'all ain't uh calling in. So the only perspective that the true audience is getting is that which belongeth belongeth to Mr. Chu. But I'm not always right. Anyway, was there anything else you wanted to add, Mr. Grantastic? I'm actually really digging this relationship currency thing. I, and because also, I think the perspective of this is that it's like an exchange rate. And it's also, and I think for the opposite sex, I, and really, I really strongly believe that we both don't understand thoroughly how the other person's feeling about or what they hold dear, what okay. is high in currency okay. in the relationship. So I think even learning about the women's currency is that what's important for men is that, so we got to understand what, what what's important. So, cause even when we're, we're like this little kind of conversation we're having between like love and security, mm-hmm. that's, that's vital to young men to understand that because for young men to understand how to, love and treat and, and, and honor a woman better because the problem is, is that niggas is going around thinking that words and promises are worth $150 bills when it's really not. And I think that's where it's like the education got to come in, you know, and it's got to come in from both sides in a productive way. But how can, how can men be educated if the woman doesn't communicate that to the man? See, what we haven't been taught is how to properly go after that which we need. We go after that which is appealing to the eye. It is, yep. And so we don't get the the man or the woman we want. We get the man or the woman we desire. Yes, and I think both sides are taught very poorly. I'm sorry, the man or woman that we need, we get the yeah. man or woman that we desire. Yes. Because people are looking for what they desire so much more than what they need. And I think really um, 
And like, and and even in like going back in my prior relationships, and I was just like, man, I was searching for what I thought I did. I did like in your mind when you think you're like, yeah, I definitely want this. I need this, but it's just like it's a it's a desire. A real woman knows how to make any man desire them by fulfilling their needs. Yo, that's actually like fact facts. When I mean fact facts, I mean like fact facts. I'm spitting some raw stuff tonight, y'all. Yo. Yo, because and I was like for real, for because and that's the one thing is like when I told my people like the moment I knew like okay I'm going to marry this woman was when she showed me that everything that I that the man that I am that I need she revealed like it's here and I was like oh bet I don't care if we've only been dating. I think what well, baby, how long have we been dating? Like a year, see, maybe a year and a half. See, people gotta realize that outward beauty one day will fade away. Yeah. Who outside and I said this earlier in the show, outside of your physical looks and your vagina. I just want to say that, I'm sorry. And your punani. What mm-hmm. other what other currency do you have in your spirituality to bring to the table? Because if that is the only thing, two things that you have in your spiritual wallet as currency to bring to this relationship, then owe you nothing. You're not a dumb team. Just saying. Which is why a lot of y'all end up heartbroken because the dude is laying pipe and leaving. So where does pipe fall on that currency, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, nowadays, pipe got oh, to be the... Loop. Not even a year? Actually, you're right. Oh, you are right, because I proposed a year later. But see, that's a woman who has more than just vagina in her spiritual wallet. See, time doesn't matter when you have more to bring to the table outside of your physical body. Facts. <laughs> and I think... So, and I think... Just say and, and And this is where we're getting stuff confused in our society. So it's like, okay, I found a woman I like. I'm going to propose to her. Everyone always asks the first question is how long have y'all been dating? Not 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 have you found what you needed? They always ask first how long have y'all been dating? Yes, yes, yes. They don't ever ask have you found what you needed because the, when the bell rings for a man when you're like oh snap I have found I'm sorry let me say this for a man that has some kind of self identity that knows something about himself. Self-love, self-awareness. A man who is accountable to other men. Yes, a man is accountable to other men. Once you find that one thing that you're like, oh, because I'm telling you, I know exactly where I was, the moment where I was, when my wife ring the bell and was like, I'm, I have everything you need. I was in love. I knew when your wife I now... Before she was your wife, before you proposed to her, I knew she was going to be your wife. In a moment when you, the way you was conversating about how she was responding to you. That's true, yeah. I literally said to you, she's a keeper. Yeah. You need to marry that one. Yeah, that's fact. I literally said that to you. Yeah, that's fact. (laughs) Because her response was and not to get personal, but mm-hmm. her response to certain things that was going on in your life mm-hmm. made me aware of the reality of that's what this nigga needs. Yes. 
versus what this nigga may desire at this moment. Yeah. Because there was a level of maturity you had to grow to. And that's what people don't realize. Yes. Yeah. It's the maturity you got to grow yes. into so that you yes. can recognize. Yes. Oh, that's what I need. Yes. And, yes. and that's what, and the funny part, and I talked to my wife about this so many times, I was like, I felt as if for a long time I had a type and I was like, okay, I'm looking for this type. Yeah. And then I had to stop and be like, the type is not necessarily working. Yeah. I actually need to find a woman that is like, I need. See, the type that you were looking for in that moment was the level of your immaturity. Correct. You needed a woman who could be with you in your evolution. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I know that. And see, Randy Chu is a love <laughs> is a love maker and matcher, not a love taker and matcher. <laughs> see, because of my homeboy Vegas, he called into the show early on in the show. Mm-hmm. The moment I heard his now wife mm-hmm. on the phone with him, I was like, yo, that's your that's your wife. Mm-hmm. Till this day, that nigga said, yeah, you called it. Yeah. She's everything I need. Because yeah. I can hear, because number one, let me say this. I know exactly what you're about to say, by the way. Go ahead. Talk <laughs> your shit. Because I know exactly what you're about to say. Because it's real. It's real. Go ahead. When, 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 when a nigga has love, genuine love for another nigga, he knows what type of woman he needs. Facts. And so when he hears yes. that woman, because men learn through trial and error. Yes, correct. Yep. So when a nigga's like, okay, this one didn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm talking this one now. Mm-hmm. And when a real man who has the best interest in heart, like, oh, that identifies that's the one you need. Mm-hmm. No matter if you're a real nigga, you're going to listen to your homie. Yeah. You're going to listen to your brother. Mm-hmm. And see, for me, type of person I am, I always play the little brother role. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I always want the people that I love to feel more valued. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I play the little brother role because I always want the people who are in my life to feel like they have the authority to speak into my life. And so I look at everybody in their life Mm -hmm. and I assess them. Are you worthy enough to be in their life? And when I heard your wife's voice Mm -hmm. and when I heard Vegas wife's voice, Mm -hmm. I immediately was like, this is what the homie needs. This is what the bro needs. He needs this woman in his life because she's not going to be comfortable at where he is currently. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying that in the sense of y'all not y'all like as if the woman's gonna always gonna be right, mm-hmm. or if she doesn't need maturing in herself. Correct. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is she has the character, yeah, the spirit to be able to challenge you to evolve into the man that I know you can be. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very true. Um, and, and and so when you identify, only a real nigga can identify when his homie's like, yo, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's, that's the type of homie you can have around your wife and you don't got to worry about him trying to trick on your wife. That's also true. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's a lot of shady niggas yeah, out there. It is a lot of shady niggas And so, here. like, even with my wife, like, I know for a fact there's individuals, there's men, homies, brothers I can have around my wife 
Why do I worry about them saying or hollering at my wife? Yeah. And I may not show that times, but I'll kill a nigga if he's trying to holler at my wife. <laughs> I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? I like, know that's right. Like, bottom line. Like, that's real. Like, it don't matter what me and wife he got going on. No. You the, it's correct. general principle. Yeah, you're Listen, right. if a woman, if a nigga disrespects my wife. Yo. And I've seen that shit. <laughs> I've seen a nigga even just, just remotely look wrong. I was like, yo, this nigga about to die today. Listen, because you got we gotta remember when I when I, I'm a type person, I have trust issues. Mm-hmm. Number one, so if I bring you into my life that close to me, mm-hmm. it's my responsibility to protect you because if I don't protect you, I'm vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's what you're saying? And so, if you disrespect my woman, you're yo. disrespecting me. The lights are out. And I mean, it geez. is nothing but the grace of God that a nigga is not in the grave right now because. It was this close from being there. Yo, and it's actually not a lie. It literally was like this close. Oh, yeah, that's right. You was there. Was there. Nigga. That's right. Yeah, you was there. That's I, I, right. Yeah. And I, I didn't know who to pray for. I was just like, Lord, forgive him for he know not what he do. <laughs> like, this man's about to get shot right here, right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, but that's definitely facts, though. And I think that's the one thing of which um, when we start to understand ourselves. But, oh, but hold on, let me say this. Go ahead. That's why I re- there's a level of respect and honor I have for your wife yeah. that I don't have for no other woman besides Vegas' wife. Mm-hmm. And it's because I know at the end of the day, even with all your flaws mm-hmm. and all your failures you may ever have in life, I know at the end of the day, she has what you need to pick yourself back up. And that's actually very true. And it's my responsibility as a brother to not only look out for your interests, mm-hmm. but to protect that. That's very true. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if anybody cross that, mm-hmm. I take it as someone crossing my wife. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's, you can't, you can't say, I can't say that I'm your brother if I don't look at your wife as you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I see your wife in a grocery store or out in public and there's a level of discomfort in her eye or her body disposition, it's my responsibility as a brother to make sure she's okay. Yeah. And as she's okay and she's leaving, it's also my responsibility to let you know this is what I observed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is what I did once mm-hmm. I observed it. Yeah. Now you're not caught off guard. Yeah, this well, is anything re- that happened. Y'all gotta know this is some real nigga shit. This is not like like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're cool. Yeah. This is like some real real nigga shit. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. So so even if I did a good deed towards your wife, it's wrong for your wife to be the first person to communicate that to you, mm-hmm. unless she beat me to the phone. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I should be texting, yeah, bro. Such and such just happened at the grocery store. Your wife responded, da, 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 da. I was right there. I made sure she was good. She's in the, she's in the car now. I don't know mm-hmm. where she's going, but she's in the car. Yeah. Just like, you know, this is what happened. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why? Because now, if your wife calls you, oh, my God, babe, this just happened. Mm-hmm. You don't have to panic because you already know one of my niggas is right there. Right there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he can handle it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's village mentality. 
Oh, bro, this is a book. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, It's it's a lot about like handling teenagers, and there's a chapter about the village. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like what you said is like so very true, and and everyone wants to, you know, like when we say cliche things, we say like the village and things like that. But when we talk about the village, the village is 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 not just we happen to know niggas. Yeah, there's a responsibility to the village. It's like we are here to keep everybody up. Yes. Yeah. So like how you yes. feel this way, it's gotta feel back that way. Yeah. Yes. So if I see your wife and something's popping off, yes. I gotta yes. stop, drop, and shoot whoever it is, making yes. your wife feel uncomfortable. Yeah. See what niggas do now, what mm-hmm. beta males do now mm-hmm. is they'll watch from a distance. Yeah. And then they'll be like, Oh, your wife was talking to so and so. Yeah. No, nah, nigga, why was why was you there and mm-hmm. you were comfortable enough to watch that happen? Yeah. Even if my wife is out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You should be stepping up to the nigga and being like, yo, this is my homie wife. What's yeah. up? What's up? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. What's <laughs> up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then allow your homie to check his woman. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, this is grown man shit. Love to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> as a fact, though. No. no, it's real, though. This is real. It's real is what it is. You know, so that's how I feel about it anyway. You know no. what I mean? But that but that's how that's how the village is though. So yeah. and, and I think people try to hype up, you know, like with this inflated like, oh, you know, we the village, we doing it. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. you, you really not doing nothing. And see that's the that's the twenty dollar bill mm-hmm. in the man's spiritual wallet is the community he keeps around him. <laughs> so we're gonna say twenty is community. Yes. Okay. I Ooh. took fifty from men and I put it on the woman's side. Okay, that's fine. That's Actually, fine. oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, fifty is a piece. Okay. Even though, so we're talking about piece that a woman is given to the man, or that the man is able to find in the woman. The piece that the woman is given to the man, because when a woman gives real peace to a man, no matter what type of mental state he's in it'll automatically calm him down okay you're okay so i got that so I, so peace on the woman's side so for men for so our security that we we give to a woman so let's say like a currency security is yes i'll put that as the 50 dollar bill yes yes you, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more y'all okay okay, okay. and then the 20 is what did you just say you said the um, the 20 is the community that the man has around him the community, the brotherhood that the man should have around him mm-hmm. should be an asset to the woman. Yeah. And I think a lot of women, you know, they have that intuition about their man's community. If your man has a nigga around him who will allow him to cheat on his woman, he needs to go. Yo, that that's, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. We go ahead and pack this thing. Yo. But that, <laughs> But that's so real, and that's, bro. You have, yeah, yo, you preaching in my life. Y'all need to get the Chew Noble Truth book. When I drop that joint, please get it. Please Please get get it. No, because that's real. Because hold on, what was this? Are you? Yes, I'm writing these down. Yes, we're we're writing these down. Yeah, we're gonna write them down, and we're gonna post them on Instagram Mm -hmm. one by one. Yeah. What they say? Oh, so someone said they're big on the village. Uh, Very important. I express that to each of my kids' godparents. But I think it's important in relationships as well. So yes, yeah, so definitely the village, and not even just. And I think sometimes we 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 keep the village to our kids, and we forget that the village is also to the adults as well. That's a fact. Because if 
like you said, so if one of the homies, you watching me cheat on my wife and you like, go ahead, bruh. Like, you, I'm, de- we're both destroying the village. Let's make it personal. Make it personal. We went to the Baltimore Comedy Factory, right? Facts. Because I wanted you to be a witness to me and the comedian T.K. Kirkland squashing our beef that we had. Correct. So we went. It was your idea to go. It always, I love the comedy. Yeah, yeah. It was your idea to go, and mm-hmm. you were like, oh, it's TK. Mm-hmm. Me knowing, okay, I got issues with TK. Mm-hmm. But you created the environment to where me and TK could wait till after niggas left, mm-hmm. and we could resolve it. Yep. And literally, all it was was him saying, yo, I said something the wrong way. It wasn't even towards you in that light. Mm-hmm. My apology for even that perception. Mm-hmm. My fault. TK for taking it that way. Mm-hmm. End of story. And it was it was dead. It was dead. And we took pictures. Niggas took pictures, posted and, it and, and everything. Went about our business. Had a nigga on the show and everything. Yeah. Nigga text me the other day. Just happy New Year's. All that. Like yeah. we we good. Yeah. We went to shoot pool. Mm-hmm. It was females checking us out. Yeah. Well. We both looked at each other and said, "We not doing that tonight." Yeah. We going home to our wives. We going home to our wives, and we gonna hold each other accountable. Yeah, that's real nigga ish, mm-hmm. huh? And the thing about it is, like, in the fact that even if women are looking at us, that that's okay. That's because that means that, like, nigga, oh, I know oh, I'm gorgeous. Yeah, you know I mean, that we looking good. Yeah, you know I mean, mean, like, baby. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, yeah. I put a ring on a specific woman's finger mm-hmm. because that's the woman I chose above everyone else. Yeah, exactly. So, I, and I, I, I say this all the time to the homies who know that I know certain boxers and certain athletes and things like that. Mm-hmm. I know certain celebrities, people that be on TV. I say this. No other woman can provide me anything you can't bring me pussy. I already get that. Jesus. My wife's stuff is good. <laughs> so I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So outside of that, you have nothing to offer me. Why am I going to jeopardize my relationship over some vagina that I already know my wife got some good stuff? And, and that's the one thing I really like talking about. And guy. one woman is enough headache anyway. Yo, bro. I mean, for real, for real. But the Shout out is, to my cold coffee, man. <laughs> yeah, you know <what> I mean, <laughs> but no, but that's real though. Right? And, and and that's the one thing I think I love about my wife so much is that, first of all, some of these topics we're talking about today, this is like our pillow talk. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so I, yeah. I love the fact that our pillow talk. We can talk about our relationship, and we can talk about what's going on in the world, cool, all that. But we can talk about like how are we going to look to improve our relationship. Yeah. How yeah. are we going to look to, all right, so what are things we're going to do to grow? Yeah. When when I feel like, all right, you know, like, I feel vulnerable in this moment. Like, I need to tell somebody something. Like, that's my best friend. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and, and that's the one thing is, like, you can't take that away from my wife. Yeah. You know, like, and people ask me just like, oh, like, you know, people always ask dumb questions. Like, would you ever remarry? If something happened to my wife, like, look, like, I'm done. That's it. I found yo, her. I said this. Yo. Like, that's it. I said the same thing, one. yo, yo. There's, there's no other. You know, you know one of the one of the currencies that my wife brings to the table in her spiritual wallet, mm-hmm. and this is rare, endurance. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
endurance. My you, wife has to elaborate on that. I am. My wife has endured the process of my development. She's endured. See, me and my wife got together when I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. I am 33 now. 21 years old, you think you know what you want in life. You ain't know it. But you don't know a god. You don't know not one damn thing. Not not one damn thing. And see, my wife endured. Just as well as I've endured her. Yes. But she's endured me as a man. Mm -hmm. Growing into being a father. Into being a man. Into being a man of religion. Mm -hmm. Into being a provider of the home. Because when I first met my wife, I didn't have nothing. Mm -hmm. I went from having nothing to her being a stay-at-home mom to now she's working in the family business mm-hmm. to, like, she's endured all that and built our relationship while having children. Yeah. We have five children. I got all starting five. And we have a set of twin girls. Mm-hmm. We had two children at the same time. Who two period it ain't easy. Who were, the same time. who were in incubators for months before they came home. Mm-hmm. Who had heart monitors when they came home. We had real life issues we had to deal with outside of ourselves and growing to love one another. When we our relationship was was there, but children were immediately there. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the amount of quality time that most couples get. We had to get that in-between time in the meantime. In the meantime. Mm -hmm. But she had the endurance to stay with a nigga through all my failures and flaws. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So for Christmas this year, I bought her a new ring. Mm -hmm. Upgraded her. It was a hell of a lot of money I had to dish out. (laughs) But to me, she was worth it because she endured. Yeah through all the evolutions that I had to go through. And Mm -hmm. someone like me who's wise, Mm -hmm. who has a lot of knowledge, who challenges the status quo, Mm -hmm. who even from a religious standpoint has a difference Mm -hmm. in what he believes in things, it's it's difficult to be um, involved with a visionary and someone who's goal-oriented and and someone who's been set up to deal with freeing a people group yeah. from oppression. It's hard to deal with that. That's, that's very true. And my wife is not black. Mm. Ooh. To deal with all of that mm-hmm. and still be with a nigga. Yeah. And not do deceitful stuff to a nigga. That's true. Doing all that. Endurance has to be the twenty dollar bill in the woman's spiritual wallet. Has to be. I wrote that down. Endurance. Oh, you wrote it down. I wrote that down. No, I, I I agree to that. Um, actually, you know, and and kind of to which your story, I definitely. I reason why I really agree with that because I think when when I heard my wife was able to, like you said, so like the per the man that you are, and she was able to kind of like, all right, I'm going to get on this ride with you in that. Yeah. Um, because other women that I dated, they were always jealous of the fact that I mentored people, like young people. 
Yeah. So like, and I, I mentor young men, I mentor young women, and women that I dated before was always had some kind of like inkling and like weird like jealousy or something like that because, yes, I'm a teacher, but like I teach all these equations, but I'm here to help you figure out ways to manage through life. Like even during yeah. the break, I'm having kids find me on Instagram, stuff like that. And they're like, yo, Mr. Grantastic, I just want to tell you, thank you, because you helped me get to this point where now I'm doing this, this, yes, and this. Yes, but yes. the one thing where my wife was saying, she was like, no, like I'm, that doesn't bother me at all. She's like, I know that's you. I know that is you. Yeah. That you help the youth and I'm okay. I can be here like she's like, look, I ain't gotta be in action with you all the time. Yeah. But I'm here, I got your back. Yo. And that's the one oh thing I was God. like, yeah. that's what I need because yeah. my purpose that what, what God has for me and with these young people, yeah, and being with women that are like, No, I don't want you to mentor the kids. I need this part of your time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the the ironic part about it is because my wife can't tell anybody that I don't give her time. Yeah, that's the ironic part because other women thought that me mentoring young people was going to take away my time from them. Yeah, my wife is like, "Nah, go do your thing," because I know you coming back home. Yes, because that's what God made you to do. Yes, yes. And so when I heard that, I was like, "She gets it." Yes, she gets who I am and what I'm. And I didn't even like tell her like the vision that we about to be doing nonprofit. Right, 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 right. Ventures, and I'm I'm trying to put my students on. Right. I didn't even say I didn't even know all that was happening. It was just like, yeah, like I just mentor. And he's like, that's what you do. Like, I see that's about yes. you. Yes. And I don't want you to stop that. Yes. And she won't. She probably tell you I need someone, to get out of her face. Someone said that's beautiful. We have to teach these kids. She's on board. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. I love it. I love it. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, and, and I always I always say it like this. If Martin and Malcolm didn't have their specific wives, they wouldn't have been successful the way they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, women women have to understand the purpose of their man, but if the man doesn't understand his own purpose, mm-hmm. she can't properly help. That's true. You know, like my responsibility is to is to reform mm-hmm. government and religion. Yeah, both of those things could get me killed. Before my time. Yeah. And, you know, I think about that so much. <laughs> and, and, and that's the reason why I have so much respect and love for your wife. Because, like, other women would have already, like, thrown in the towel years ago. <laughs> Facts. Like, Facts. years ago. But I'm saying, I'm like, all right. And then, like, I see you growing into yourself more and more and more. And then I see your wife is, like, there more and more and more. And I'm like, yo, like, she's in this. Yes, yes. Because like, and, and even for myself being your brother, like I had to prepare myself for that. Yeah, like, yeah. I had to prepare myself for like, yo, like if something has to the drop of a dime, like you know, these are certain things, you know, you know, like I like things gotta happen. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just your brother. I'm not like in an intimate relationship with you and have five kids. So yes, it's like, yes. So for me to feel that way, and for your wife to be hearing me, like, yo. I, I'm riding with you, yeah. Knowing that, yeah, there, it could go left, it could go right. Going and, and, and people don't realize, my wife has been through the harassment from the FBI. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm in a legal lawsuit against the FBI. Shout out to the ACLU lawyers who are doing this pro bono. But from the harassment and the illegal surveillance and the tampering in my personal life, I'm in a lawsuit against the FBI. Mm-hmm. My wife has endured 
FBI agents knocking on the door, acting like they're private investigators looking for someone else. Mm-hmm. Knocking on neighbors' doors, act, asking who who I am. Uh, uh, showing up to my religious organization's mm-hmm. building, mm-hmm. searching for a car that's been sitting there for two years, talking about it just was identified in a hit and run. Mm-hmm. Like these, like 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 that type of harassment. From a system that has the ability to destroy you. Yeah. And she still has my back. Still does. And still have your kids because she's still popping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and people don't know my story because I don't really share it that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a documentary that was out that they took off the internet. I had private screenings and everything for my documentary, they took it off the internet interrogations and, and, and things like so forth and so on to if I didn't have community mm-hmm. around me I would have made wrong moves mm-hmm. I would have been more aggressive yeah. versus being strategic mm-hmm. because I'm a former boxer mm-hmm. I'm a retired fighter mm-hmm. at one point in my life all I knew was aggression yeah but I learned strategy mm-hmm. along the way. That's very true. You know, I even go even deeper. There, 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 there's moments where I have flashbacks or um, anxiety will set in because I've been betrayed so much in the past with like people I thought was my homeboys would come behind my back and they would just sneak and punch me and I would get jumped mm-hmm. by rival neighborhood mm-hmm. or whatever um rival rival or what they call the ops mm-hmm. <laughs> nowadays mm-hmm. um there were times where i would have flashbacks i would have dreams or i would have visions of those type of betrayals or, like my wife used to try to come behind me and sneak and hug me mm-hmm. and there were times where I, the moment i felt a touch Behind my back, I didn't see it. I would turn around, I'd be ready to swing. Mm-hmm. She had to endure that type of stuff, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of the trauma I've been through in my life, yeah. You know, and at the same time, I had to endure the trauma she's been through, yeah, in life. And so, talking about these spiritual currencies, bro, mm-hmm. is key to having a healthy relationship. A lot, a lot of things that we call toxic actually isn't toxic, that's very true, it's healthy. And a lot of things we call healthy is actually toxic, mm-hmm. you know. So I know I rambled a lot, but go ahead. No, it's okay. But so you said about patience, though. Yeah. So I think one thing that <laughs> I've had to learn being married was patience. Like, huh. I mean, I love my wife dearly. But there's just times I have to learn patience because even if she's trying to figure out what she's trying to figure out about me to figure out. It's just like I've learned I gotta be like patient through through through, through the situation. So I, I, I'm gonna add that to our currency. Okay. So right now we have. I think I need to switch these. So okay. So we're still arguing, but like, not arguing, but debating this about like the the love and and respect. Okay. So is. So for men, do we get that from women? Is that a currency of women given to us, respect? And then our highest currency, we're giving love to them? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to switch that. 
even though okay, and also ladies on Instagram, let me know is the current so for a man is the hundred dollar bill is it security or is it love? Like what do you need? What is the highest currency a man can give you? Is it security or is it love? Yeah, yeah. So let us know that. Okay, so for the women, so we're saying that respect. So if a woman respects a man, that is the hundred dollar bill. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then y'all let me know on Instagram: is the hundred dollar bill love or is it security? So that's what we're trying to figure out for the hundred and fifty. It's either the one's love or one one security. Twenty for men. We it's community. Yes. And then I, I also I would say the ten dollar bill. Then we go with patience. Okay. Um. And I, and the reason why I say patience is just because, um, especially so in my experience, so coaching, mentoring young ladies. Okay. Um, what I have learned is that there are a lot of young ladies that are being sent into the world, and they're not sent with any knowledge about how certain things are working with the men. Okay. They're sent out in the world with these are quote like like quote. Like, okay, if, if you give him sex, if you give him head and you cook, you're good. Like and I'm and, wow. that, and that's not from quote unquote men telling women that. Wow. What I have learned, that's actually mothers telling their daughters that. Whoa. And so the reason why I, I put patience on okay, so hold on with it. So security is Security is 100, so we're, we're saying security. Okay, so we'll put security as 100. Okay. So security is 100, and then love is 50. So can we put love at $50 bills? Let me know. Yeah, okay. So, and, and that's one thing. So I think one time um, we had a game. So I was coaching the soccer at a high school. Right. Um, I was coaching the JV team and the varsity team, so we both go to that school and the varsity will play, then the JV will play. Okay. That particular school did not have a JV team, so we all got on the bus and went there. We didn't know they have a, they didn't have a JV team until we got to that school. Okay. So we were like, okay, we don't have a game. We're just whatever. Just stopping jokes and stuff. We're just kind of on the sidelines, just talking, and I forgot what sparked it, but I was like, yeah, don't be letting these little boys out here buy y'all a little dinner because they be having inspections. And I was just, you know, just as flying by because one of the kids, one of the girls was talking about, yeah, he tried to take me out. And I was just like, be careful of that because it could be intentions. And then all the girls stopped and looked at me and was like, what do you mean? And and I looked at them and I was like, what do you mean what I mean? Y'all don't know the game? Right. Y'all don't know, right. like, some dudes out here legit are like, they think that if I take you out to dinner, that is the currency we are exchanging for sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and not in those terms, per se. Okay, so they said love is at 50. I learned something new today. Okay. Um, wow. But, so I'm having a conversation. I'm like, y'all not hip to this? They're like, no, we thought that guys only buy us food because they're nice. And I was like, um... Sit down, my children. We need to have a talk because I can't afford to have you as high school, like junior, senior girls. Y'all about to graduate and go to college. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't go in the real world thinking that if a man is only thinking if I buy you this meal, that there's not no currency exchange with I buy you meal, you give me sex. I can't have you go into the world not knowing that some men think that way. 
Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and not in those blatant terms. But so we're having a conversation. I'm just listening to them. I'm like, people are not. I was like, y'all, y'all parents didn't tell you about this? They're like, no, they don't, they don't talk to us. And so, and the reason why I put patient is because I have, in my journey, especially mentoring young women and especially coaching, I have learned that for young women, they are now being sent into, I'm I'm saying now very loosely because I mean, I can't go for the past, that they're being sent into the world and they, they're not even hip to, to regular middle school, high school games. We're not even talking about grown man shit. Right, 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 right. We're talking about the regular old-fashioned middle school, high school stuff. Right, right. And I'm like, you have to be aware of this because you can't be caught off guard by some dude you think has good intentions for you, and really he's just trying to smash and dash. Right. And so, and and that's the reason, and and also, and I say that's a level of patience because I'm learning, and even being a teacher, so the research has shown that, especially when you ask a question to the class, so nobody wants to be embarrassed, especially the girls. So the girls, so we're like, people don't want to be wrong because they're like, oh, you dumb, but especially the girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then for the girls, what's different is because it's like, it's not even just if you get the answer wrong, it's actually if you get the answer right. Wow. And that's what I, I've been learning as an educator, that we have imprinted on young women that... If you are too smart, whoa, whoa, that's bad. Time out, time out, time out. Mm-hmm. You just touched on something that just sparked a whole other thing I want to talk about. What's up? Is when have we allowed the right thing to do to be something to be afraid of doing? A man being emotional towards his woman, being vulnerable towards his woman, is looked down upon nowadays as being soft. Women being dependent. What's good time? Women being dependent upon a man has now been looked down upon as being weak. Yeah. Yo, one thing I learned... Oh, you just said a good word. Keep talking. <laughs> I'm going to put that on the list. We're going to add that to our currency. We talk about relationship currency, y'all. We're going to add that. Okay. My mother, you know you know, I'm a mastermind when it comes to conversation. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk your okay. talk. Your so talk my, my mother over the holidays said something that was... That I was just like, oh, my God. She said, whenever... She said she knows my father's a go-getter. She knows he's got goals and visions and dreams, and so he's always on his computer. He's always doing business, blah, blah, blah. But when she needs reassurance, what she does is she places her hand over her heart, and she says, babe, I need you right now. And that's an indicator to him, let me stop what I'm doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And let me give her reassurance. And then after she gets her reassurance, she doesn't say, hey, won't you just sit right here and watch TV? Mm-hmm. She says, go back to doing what you were doing. I got what I needed. Man. If the only time you feel like your man is showing you attention is when he's sitting down watching your favorite shows or your TV with you, then you have dulled 
the intelligence of the man. If the man says, hey, let's read this book together, are you going to be bored? Mm. The man says, hey, let's research this together, are you going to be bored? Mm. If the man is trying to grow your mental capacity, Mm -hmm. are you going to look at him as a boring man? Are you going to view studying and reading and meditating and sitting quiet and calm as boring? Because society has told you if the man isn't taking you somewhere, mm-hmm. then this is why a lot of relationships during COVID-19 have been crumbling is mm-hmm. because the woman has identified fun in the relationship as external things mm-hmm. instead of the man being like, look, let's read this, let's study this, let's become this, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. As the fun in relationships, and and the one thing I would like to add, if for uh, for the women out there, if you have actually found a man that says, "I want to read this book with you," I want to meditate, I want to pray with you. You you I, again, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but for a man to say those things outright, and how we condition young boys. Nah, you, you yeah, you, you you ain't gotta like all the way, you know, like jump on it and be like, I, I am a soldier. Take interest though. For Amanda to come out and say that, you got you, you gotta take interest because I'm in the education system. For Amanda to say, hey babe, let's read this book together. You better sit your ass down and read it because that may be the last time you your man read a book. If you can't, <laughs> if you are bored with your man because the television on, you need to go to your nearest Walmart. Mm. Go to the Walmart. Go past electronics, make a left of sporting goods. Right before you get to the automobile stuff. Mm-hmm. Buy you a shotgun and shoot yourself. But listen, mm-hmm. we have fun tonight. We're going to pick this back up. Hold on, before we, we end, we're going to put patience at, at the $10 bill. Okay. okay. Especially for the, on the men's side. Okay. Um, And I think definitely because I think men also, and my story was going to this, men also have to have patience with women because not knowing their fight and what everything that society programs for women, mm-hmm. what magazine tells women what they should look like, what they should be doing, yes. and then what they hear from the mother. Yes. Men have to have patience with women because they're still shaking a lot of stuff off. Yeah. That Especially if their their mother came from a generation where it's just like, we just did this. I don't know why we just did this. You got to be patient with your, your woman, with your wife, because she is shaking off stuff that the world has told her, mm-hmm. that men have told her in previous relationships, and mm-hmm. that her mother has told her. Okay. And she's going to also, and as like, okay. and like you said, for endurance, and I think that's appropriate. I think kind of women kind of have to endure the change of men. Because yeah. like our, our evolution is kind of... yeah. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. to our evolution. Uh-huh. You know, it, it's like fire and brimstone to our 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 evolution. That's but for for women in their evolution, it it's in silence though, because it's all yeah. inside. Yeah, and it's just, it's all yeah. in here, and it's just like these yeah. are the things that everyone has told me. Now I got to flush that out and do now what I want to do. So if okay, you know something, I don't believe in this what my mom been telling me for thirty years. But I got to flush and figure out everything and, you, and what and I'm going to do after that. And you that. know how women show that? How? Is if your woman is a hint for men, if your woman is saying, 
if your woman is lashing out in anger and you have a conversation where she says, all I really wanted was your attention. Mm-hmm. That means that you didn't provide her with the patience yes. in that moment that she needed yes. because she doesn't know how to properly communicate. Mm-hmm. I need your attention exactly because of what society and her mama and her upbringing has yeah. taught her. Mm-hmm. When you need attention from your man, you nag. Yeah. She has to learn not to nag from the man she's with. Mm-hmm. Not from her mama. Yeah. Her mama can't teach her that. No, because her mama's going to keep telling her, you better let him know. Exactly. Because the mama is trying to live by through her daughter. Yeah. The things that she couldn't do with her husband, she's trying to get her daughter to do. And especially if, she, if the mom does not have a good relationship with the man in her life, with any man in her life. So listen. Number five for the man, the five dollar bill What's for the, the five dollar bill mm-hmm. is sternness. Ooh, you have to. That, that's, that's so real. <laughs> that is so real. You have to be stern with your woman. You do, and and there's a difference between stern and abusive. That that huge difference. There's a there's a huge difference. Huge difference. It's listen, not, it doesn't look the same. Hey, listen, we're going to cut it right there because we're going to pick up next week. We're mm-hmm. going to finish the currencies. Yeah. But, man, this show was, this in, this in, this impromptu, intuitive show was amazing. We're going to pick it up next Tuesday. Yes, sir. We're going to finish the dialogue next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We wrote this currency down, y'all. We got that for y'all. It's your boy Chew on that. Mm-hmm. With Mr. Grantastic. Yo, boy. We'll see y'all next week. Okay, y'all. Deuces. Deuces make deuces. Yo, that's what live live. When I mean live live, I mean live live. You better put this shit in your book. (laughs) Go ahead, in that, in that. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'll be home, baby. Love you. Yo. Oh, Oh, this is already, yeah, this is already parts of the book, bro. Yo, but like, the, like, Actually putting like a number to it, that shit is fucking brilliant. Though. Yeah, because it's it's not even so. And I think especially what's good for both people is like okay, this is not valued as much because I think women think that the words of a man is a hundred dollars. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.